You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. I say something, Megan? Words. All right, let's hear how we sound together. Words? You say words. Words, 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 words. Words, 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 Audio professionals, words, words, words. We are audio professionals doing the words. Audio professionals. Words, words, words. Doing the words. Words. All right, here we go. Words. Hey, Eric. Eric, what the fuck? Another episode of Ad Space. Welcome to another episode of Ad Space. Welcome to another episode of ADD Space. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman. But with us, the actual host, the owner, proprietor. Thank you. The CFO, head of HR, lead designer, public relations lead. Social media maven, art designer, lead custodian, what else do you do? I don't, I don't, I don't know, that's your job. Head of security, what else? Liaison to the stars, what else do you do? Chief astronomer, what else? <laughs> uh, you're the one in charge of roles. Chief of sneaker design, what else? Colorways warrior, Elise Bacon. Bacon, how are you? Hi. Hello. 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 What's happening? <laughs> How are you, Bacon? Uh, uh, I have work brain. I know. Read brain. I know. At the same time. I know. That's why I'm jamming you up. Because I can see, I can see it buffering in real time. I can see the lockup. I can see what happens. This is what happens when you have a full time job, and several hobbies, and self maintenance, and long commutes, and then you go, "I'll record today. I'll be fine." And then you get on the microphone, and you're like, "Hello, <laughs> hello." Okay. To be fair, hello. you pulled some extra nonsense this week. Hello. hello. Who am I? Hello. 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 You have a job, though. That's really the point. Is that you have, have a job. You have a job. I have a job. COVID safe job. And by COVID mm-hmm. safe, I mean you should be allowed to take a flamethrower to people. Like you should give everyone office flamethrowers, and when you break social distancing, give them a little, give them a little spritz with the open fire. A little spritz. They'll blow in the air a little bit. Blow in the air a little bit with it, and, you know. Inside 10 feet, you know, just let them know. Get out of here. COVID safe. 
Yeah. Are totally. You, are you no, I mean, I, I. Are you allowed to talk about what I you think, do? Uh, I can talk a little bit about what I do. Um, I do printing. I managed to get a printing job again, which is good because it's you know in my industry of what I can do. Um, the pays I. And it's a very interesting place to work. It's a very interesting place to work. Um, uh, due to many life circumstances, I have a really short range on my like positivity and hope scale. Um, who's asking about hope? Ask him, we asked about well, your job. No, no, no. Well, I mean, like, so, like, my current goal is to make it through my 90 days, right? Which, in some respects, sounds like a sounds like a uh, not very like. Sounds more pessimistic of a goal than the way, you know, that I'm intending it to be. Bruh, um, you're trying to keep your job. But but my goal is to make it to my 90 days. Yeah, everybody's and, wild um, feral. There is a, There are a million reasons why you could suddenly not keep your job after 90 days. You got to make sure you don't punch anybody. You got to keep everybody away from you. People talk to you all crazy. You got to not slap them. You be talking to people all crazy because we're all feral. We've been in our houses too long. Got to make sure I you keep... do have the social skills of a feral cat right now. Right. Most people do. The people who act like they don't are the most terrifying people of them all because I feel like they eat people in their basement. There is no way you're getting out of this unscathed. And to act like you are is full American psycho of you. If you are listening and you're like, oh, I'm fine. Full American psycho of you. 100%. Not trustworthy. Look at yourself in the mirror. Be honest with yourself. So yeah, you're not being pessimistic. 90 days. Takes a minute. Gotta yeah. lock it in. Yeah. Already have a thing with HR. Well, you know. So 90 days. <laughs> Going I'm, for that 90 How many days do we have left? Left? Because we'll do we'll do a community countdown. How many days do uh, we have left? I wanna say I have a good 45 all right 45 days okay good everyone a little probably a little bit a little bit less me all right 45 days i have to have to go look when i get hired so i have all of that month yeah no a good 45 a good 45 40 days all right then we will do what we can to support you i'm pretty sure all right. I need all, the help I all right. Get. Absolutely. I so I don't have PTO yet. So <laughs> right. So if you are on Twitter, B4C0NZILLA, that's Baconzilla on Twitter, hit them up. Give them your energy because they got to get 45 more days before this job is locked in. And then afterwards, you can show up with your do rag and listen to music on your phone without headphones because fuck them. But 40, I do that. 
40. Minus the do-rag because I don't have one. Well, you'll get one. Accepting do Ex- accepting do-rag donations? Do-rag donation? Do-rag donations? Duration? Durations? Do-rag donations is actually durations. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait, so like there's, you know, there's, you know, the buy a buy a coffee thing, right? Can there be like a a donation service specifically for niggas called like buy a do-rag? That might exist. Let's see something here. <laughs> can can we do this? I'm Googling do-rag donation services first. No. So this would be the first. There you go. This is LLC Twitter. This is a business venture for you. This is a business venture for us. God us, damn it. The us. Community. No, not this us, the community. community. You and me. But We're going to. Yes. How we uh, do that? How we do this? I, I got. We, I'm going to inquire. I will inquire with the people who have the answers to figure out how. Patent pending. Patent You're pending. Here first. Patent pending. A developing story. Indeed. All right. Buy this nigga a do rag. By everybody a do rag. It's just you know let's let's lean into our current society and have everybody show up to work in do rags. Just let everybody know you can't fire all of us. They really can't. They really pay that for replacement workers. <laughs> We're the only ones who are working. We're the right only now. ones working. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. people don't show up to work. Guess who's there? That's right. Happy niggas awareness month. That's Black History Month. Yes, it's Black History Month. Yes. We have to celebrate with things. I did not think that we. Sh- I did not think of a thing for us to do for Black History Month on the show. So I guess it's just us. It's just. It's just us to just I kind mean, of. Do we? Do we need to do a special? I mean, we we are black. We I are mean, on our show, we record a black ass podcast. I mean, the niggatry does naturally radiate off the both of us. So there is no need for us to go. And say, um, make like Martin Luther King a playable character in Fortnite, for example. Go anything, do anything <laughs> crazy. So kind of want that. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my God! Listen, I understand. I understand that a lot of Black History nods are, you know, corporate and problematic, and generally not completely thought out. And I understand it. However, if I could play as Martin Luther King. Or Malcolm X or Rosa Parks in a game, I would. I would object deeply while paying my $19.99 for the Black History Month character pack that includes uh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks. I would do it. Yes. Yeah, I probably would play. I would probably download Fortnite just to do it and then log off. I would want to do it in other things. Like, that's the thing. It's like, so I'm playing a lot of Alien Fire Team Elite, possibly the best co-op game in years. And I wouldn't mind shooting the Xenomorphs. Like, that's the thing, right? I don't want, I don't want our leaders, our history, our, our, our civil rights leaders, the ones who paved the way to be trivialized. However... I would not be morally opposed to doing a number of video game things as Malcolm X. Like, in the suit, shooting xenomorphs, on the ships, in the dark hallways, just with his, just with the gun on his back, and his two shiny shoes, and his slacks, and his shirt, 
Or maybe he's like that picture where he's like looking out the window with the rifle. So he's got no sh- no jacket, no ties. He's got the sleeves rolled up. Shooting aliens. That's what he's looking for is xenomorphs. I'm just saying. I would object publicly. Play privately. And that would fall under I... the Mafia 3 rule of things that niggas publicly protest. We publicly feel a different way about than we do privately. That would fall under the Mafia 3 rule. Just saying. Uh, I would not. Uh, no, I would. I would embrace that shit. If I got to play as any civil rights leader shooting xenomorphs, I would stand that shit with pride. Right. Because I'm a problem. But I recognize I'm a problem. Right. This is my. This is one of my toxic traits. Right. It's. I am. Um, how do I? How do I put it? I understand. I, I, my blackness has a source of level levity. It has a level of levity to it. I take it very seriously, so seriously, in fact, that I make a full rotation, and I can, in fact, I can, in fact, um, take it. I can make it a little joke. I can. I, I understand this. I, I would be med. I'm from New. I would be Medgar Evers. It would be Medgar Evers, in space. You'd be Marcus Garvey. I'd be Megger Evers, two man. Marcus Garvey, right. actually. <laughs> and and we would just shoot aliens, but you know the problem is, is that we're so powerfully racist, we cannot even get to the point where we trivialize things like this. It's all very serious. When we talk about black people, racism arrives immediately, and it's serious. So we need to have serious discussions all the time. We cannot get to a racial understanding of any point in America, a, a reasonable one. Uh, that acknowledges history to the point where all all mentions all ra- all of our history is deadly serious. So they can never put they can never put um, MLK in Fortnite because we're still trying to too busy arguing about whether black people are human. Still to this day, we're still doing it. So here we are, and that's what we're doing for Black History Month. That right there. Happy Black History Month, everybody! Yay. Happy Black History Month. It's the Black Experience. You're like, who are these fools talking about? Oh, right. It sucks here. It's America. It's all true. I would also buy the Mountain with the King skin, but also I got to. I'm tired of these white folks, and I don't want them touching any of my history. But if they did, I'd pay attention. I'd buy it. But yeah, it's nuanced here. It's complex, which is why we need more than one episode to sort it out. It's true. No, we do. We need more than one episode of Sword No, see, so like probably put this. Like, I would totally let's see, how would I put this? If I caught a white person doing it, I would lay into them. I would be like, this is community goods only. <laughs> That's what I mean. It'd be a, a very nuanced system of verifying your blackness so you can have access to MLK skin. Right. Like, I would lay into every white person and just be like, no, you can't have this. You can't enjoy this. This is for us to enjoy. There's a there's a level of seriousness here that you don't understand. We understand. You don't understand. We understand it, so we can do shit like this. You can't, and I'm that asshole. 
Yeah, you're not an asshole. That's exactly it. Um, because you deny us, you deny us um, our humanity. You don't have the right to engage in any of our joy, which is, you know, again, why I say I take my blackness very seriously. The this jokes, this humor is not for everybody. It's just for us. I'll be the first to say it. I ain't bringing nobody to the cookout. I don't give a fuck. Nobody. No. Snickers. I don't care. I don't care if Superman catches me falling off that crane every day for a month. I don't care. He ain't coming to the cookout. Yeah. He can drop me off at the no. cookout. He can carry me. Uh, Black Superman. Black Superman can come. We gotta see how we got. We gotta see. We gotta see how he feels about the Lois Lane situation. What's the Lois Lane situation? I mean, if his is is Black Superman, Black Superman, or is Clark, Clark Kent Black? Because then he's just circling a city, saving one white woman every day, which is again deeply problematic. So, is he a Black Kryptonian or is he Black Clark Kent? Uh, no, I I think he's like Black Black. He's regular black guy? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's cool. I would want him on the grill. He's got to be on the grill. He probably doesn't want to come. We put him on the grill every time. Yeah, you got to hit, hit, hit the stakes with the eye lasers. I'm sorry, bro. You're the only nigga with eye lasers. You got to hit the stakes with the eye. I'm sorry. I know, you, I know you're just here to chill out, but we ain't got it like you, my man. We don't. We don't. I wish I had eye lasers so you could chill out, but I don't have eye lasers. So I can't, I, you can't chill out. I'm sorry. The jokes are for us. Moving on. Moving on. Right. I've got a notepad here. Got Thank notepad. you. I'm glad somebody has has a notepad. I have a notepad. Well, the first thing I want to ask is how's Pokemon? Mostly because all I do is see memes of Pokemon whooping everybody's asses. That's all I see on Twitter. Uh, not inaccurate. Um, I have spent um, a funny thing about this Pokemon game. What's it called again? Pokemon. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus. Okay, that's it. Uh, I keep thinking. I keep thinking Arachnosaurus because I'm old and black, and I'm like, there's no way this is called a Pokemon Legends Arachno- Ar- Arachnosaurus. Like the fuck, bro. Anywho, I spent my whole life wondering I would want a Pokemon game where I get to explore the world in kind of like a third person, like I guess now Breath of the Wild style adventure, and I could never quite get it. So I had never played Pokemon games. Kind of, I was like, I want to play. And um, now that they finally brought one out, I realize I have not been keeping up with Pokemon for over a decade. You don't need to. Uh, okay. That's good to know. Now, please continue. So, yeah. Um, honestly, I think, you would, I think you would also really like Sword and Shield, to be honest. Um, uh, the graphics in Sword and Shield are also better. Um, mm. And it also has kind of like an open world-ish kind of like it, it's got like that half open world, but like dynamic environments. It's really nice. Right. Um, I think you. I think you would actually like that one. Uh, this one to me really feels like they took elements from all of the um, Pokemon games that have come out on Switch. So like Sword and Shield and um, the Let's Go games. Um, it really, it really feels like they combined a lot of stuff that works with um um i 
forgot what I was just saying. I'm sorry, ADHD, totally. Like, my raid brain is so bad. Um, a lot of stuff that just, the gameplay just really works. It, look, it really feels like they took a lot of elements that worked from previous games and just shoved it all into this one. The gameplay is really great. Um, one of the biggest things is is that you, and this isn't a spoiler because you literally find out like immediately, you kind of, you, you fall from the sky and you land in the past. And it's great because your character is like, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but also looks like they have no idea what's going on. Like the, like the character expression is, uh, what is happening? It's great. And like the, when you meet the professor, the professor's like, where'd you come from? And you're like, uh, and he's like, do you have a place to stay? And you can even be like, sir, I have no idea. <laughs> You've got a couple dialogue options. You can, some of them are a little bit snarky. Some people will be like, are you ready for this challenge? You can be like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like well too bad you still have to do it and it's like great but it's still extra funny because you can just be like uh no <laughs> which i genuinely appreciate and i do take the opportunity to take those also your character's a little older in this game you're 15 in a lot of the pokemon games you're about like between between like 11 and 13 really aimed at like preteens. um they got you out there at ten out here working the fields, getting shot, getting shot at by aliens. By oh animals. yeah, you've always been like that. It, it basically in the Pokemon universe, as soon as like you're old enough to have a Pokemon, you're old enough to go out by yourself and learn how to fend for yourself. But of course, like along the way, people are. I mean, the socialization is just like the youth are out here, so let's help the youth. In their Pokemon journey. So people will just give you shit. They'll be like, look, another young trainer. Here you go. Or I see your Pokemon. Let's battle. Um, but in this one, you're in the past. And like the Pokeball has just been invented. Like the past. Bruh. People are out here like afraid of Pokemon. Right. That's why I'm into it. That shit right there. I love that <laughs> shit. That's real. The motherfuckers so, are dangerous. This is before the whole like, oh well, we have Pokeballs and like, like again, the Pokeballs just been invented. Like it's before like it's common to have work alongside Pokemon or have them like doing the manual labor stuff, etc. And so people are like, uh, you catch Pokemon? That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair. It, it kind of is terrifying. So um, it's really funny to find out in game what Pokemon are aggressive and what ones aren't. Like, I was surprised to find out that Paras, which is this really adorable bug grass Pokemon with little mushroom bones back, is fucking precious looking. That motherfucker is aggressive as shit. <laughs> like, th like, they will chase you down. These little, they'll just be like, what the fuck are you doing over here? Murder. No word. And then um, there's others like uh, Stantlers, which, you know, it kind of makes sense because they're based off of reindeer. They're pretty skittish, but they see you and they like hypnotize, put you to sleep and then run off. 
So I'll just be like walking around and all of a sudden I hear a and then I'm just like asleep. (laughs) I can't do anything. What is going on here? What? I need this in my life just because (laughs) because that was always my thing. We take Pokemon. I remember I looked at that Ryan Reynolds Pokemon movie. I was like, we take Pokemon lightly as fuck. This is what I want to see. I want to see Pokemon out here. And they're not even trying to kill you. They're just doing their defensive stuff. Like you come up on a Pokemon in the bushes and they just hypnotize you immediately. Yes. And then you just wake up six hours later in the bushes because you saw the wrong animal. You made eye contact with the wrong creature. It's so bad. And like once a Pokemon gets like enraged at you, uh, you can't catch it with a Pokeball. The Pokemon's like, fuck your Pokeball. And... um. Because so what they took from Pokemon Let's Go is that you actually have to like throw the Pokeball at the Pokemon. So like the Pokemon appear in the field. It's not a random battle encounter. It's they're there. You can avoid them. You could also bean them in the head with a Pokeball. <laughs> Which I am a good 20 to 30 hours in and beating them in the back of the head with a Pokeball does not get old. So, have you ever had a situation? Do they get aggressive if you fail to catch them? Yes. That is what I that okay. The I'm ones in. that aren't skittish get aggressive. So I had Psyduck turn on me and just be like, <laughs> "I like this." All angry eyes and everything. Yes, this is this is the this is the one. This is the Pokemon experience but, I've been waiting for. But Psyduck also falls asleep in random ass places. This is true. <laughs> like no really like I have I have some pretty funny screenshots like Psyduck is just like asleep in the water on its side like, in in the water laying down asleep half like half like half in the water it's du- it's bill isn't even sticking up but I'm just like nigga <laughs> and then there was another one where Psyduck's asleep face down <laughs> and then I'm just like okay Oh, and then there's alpha Pokemon, which are of high level, but that high level is pretty random. You don't know unless you get into that encounter. (laughs) And you have to fight them to capture them. And they hurt. So They'll also chase your ass down. So I have a question then. So what's the separation between them fighting your Pokemon in a classic Pokemon battle and them just whooping your ass as a 15-year-old out in the field trying to make make a living? What's the separation? Uh, you 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 throw your Pokeball that has your Pokemon in it and then your Pokemon help defend you. Oh, you initiate you can the battle. Also, okay. You can also take attacks for your Pokemon. Which, strong. Don't recommend necessarily, but it is... A totally fine battle tactic. So, could you like build into resilience for your kid, and he doesn't do anything else except he might be able to take like a mind bullet in the chest or something like that if he needs to take a round in the leg if he needs to to save his Pokemon's life. A little lightning bolt action. You, the kid doesn't build resilience. Oh. The Pokemon does. The kid does not. Kid, I haven't. I haven't seen, I haven't intentionally passed out. So, like, what'll happen is, is, like, 
I'll put down my Nintendo Switch. And I thought I opened up a menu before I turned off my Nintendo Switch. And that didn't happen. And I'll turn back on my Nintendo Switch and I have blacked out. And I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> so be careful. Make sure you open a menu or save your game before you <laughs> turn that, put that shit on sleep. Um, because there's oh, a minute there where it will continue and you're standing there and you will absolutely get attacked. So the game doesn't so the game doesn't pause. The the game does Dark Souls fuck your feelings. Oh. Okay. That's ruthless. Yeah, I'm here for this. I want this. Uh the funnier part about that is is so if you've played Dark Souls, um the like you can leave messages on the ground and if somebody dies you kind of see their body and how they how they uh died right so in pokemon legends <laughs> you have a satchel mm. and if you're connected to the internet when another person passes out their satchel will be left on the ground for a person to retrieve and you know over the internet return the satchel back so it's pretty funny and it reminds me of dark Souls seeing some satchels around and being like i know exactly how you died <laughs> like there's a satchel next to a cliff and i'm like yep so are there like, just are there there's just this like one area there's this one area with a lot of aggressive pokemon and a random ass alpha around the corner and i'm like yep <laughs> i know what happened here Okay, I like that. So you won Pokemon with just like 13, 14 book bags. Just this uh, poor, incapacitated children. Torn torn to shreds by this one creature. <laughs> I'm here for this. This is the ruthless Pokemon experience that I've always wanted. It It's definitely, like, and the storyline is like really, in, in, in the trend that uh, Game Freak's been narratively going with the Pokemon games lately, it's like the narrative is really sad and kind of disturbing. But it's also encompassed in a game for kids. So, like, uh, I want to say, was it, I think, was it Alola? Was it Sun and Moon? I think it might have been Sun and Moon. Where, like, I was playing the game and I'm like, these kids are victims of an abusive parent. (laughs) It was either Sun or Moon or Sword and Shield. I can't remember, but it's it like some of the side characters. I'm like, your parent is an abuser. <laughs> like, straight up an abuser. This is so sad. It was, I'm pretty sure it was Sun and Moon. Um, I was just like, this is a really intense narrative. Um, and like, Sword and Shield had a little bit of it where I'm like, oh, this is concerning. Um, and Legends is also kind of leaning that route, but of course you have a kid who like fell from the sky and is in like eight and is in basically the equivalent of old school Japan. It's like I want to say it's like Edo period Japan. Um, uh, out there being told they need to work, <laughs> they need to work to survive, and there's no freeloaders. I mean. That's a hard society. All the animals. It, no, can... it's really hard society. All right. I'm looking around, going like, "This is all kind of fucked up right now." I'm here for this. This is this is the Pokemon game I've been waiting for. I'm all in. 
I'm now excited. I just needed to hear it from your face because I keep forgetting that you yeah. own it. I keep for- I keep forgetting that you own it until we started planning the show. I was like, oh right, you have the game. I need to hear it from you. Hear about it from you. To, to be fair, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV, and I've been trying to play Pokemon on the days where I don't have raids. I mean, that's fine. That's usually how it goes. You play Final Fantasy XIV, you are a Final Fantasy XIV player. That's that's assumed. Most of the episodes right, of the program but, you're playing. So, like, like, and I knew, well, since the end of the last so at, since the end of Shadowbringers, which is the previous expansion, I've been doing Savage Raiding, right. which is the high-end raid content. And um, I've, with this expansion, I've, I've gone right into the Savage Raids tier in this first tier. My brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm raiding Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. And then I got, um, I got, I was having a hard time with the, with one of the fights, uh, the third circle. And so I ended up going into party finder. Party finder is basically a way that you can, um, link up with a bunch of people who are on the same fight as you, like they'll basically put up the fight in this party finder system. And then you can just join the party if you're the if there's a slot for the class that you're going in open as. Right. And just jump right in. I was slamming my head into Party Finder for like an unreasonable amount of hours and was not getting to the mechanic I needed to see. <laughs> Even when that Party Finder was like listed for the prog that I... Uh, for like the progression set that I was working on. It was, I'm trying to think like, I would imagine like, so like if you were in destiny and you had a matchmaking party, but the matchmaking party actually got to set the parameters. Like we're doing this fight. You need to know up to this mechanic. Um, I know I, destiny has like two mechanics in a raid. It doesn't have real uh, raids. One thing destiny does not have real raids. Um, two, this is why they don't let you match make raids because the community is far too toxic. That's why, and I even the fact that you even have a party finder for raids is just a testament to how well manicured and well behaved the audience is. And when I heard about it, I'm like, into the game, you can go into the game itself and find a party to do a raid with random people. Hell no. Hell yeah, no. here I will take I will take a screenshot of what it looks like so you can kind of see it. Um, it's kind of great. Uh, let's see, Party Finder. Let me go to high end, and there there's like a whole list of different things that you can put a Party Finder up for. Um, but you can you can set the roles for it. Let me send you this. Can I send it in the chat? I cannot because Google is the worst right now. Racist. Listen, I assume that Google will just close uh, Meet because they haven't done any upgrades to it and I don't know how long. The key is for So I'm assuming that it's going to go Stadia! Aaron, Stadia! 
Right. That's what I wanted to talk about. The, um, key, the key for Google is to make sure that no one draws any attention at all. That no one draws any attention at all to any of their products. Because once they start to notice it, that's when they start to either pay attention to it or discontinue it. It's just let, let the product just kind of hover. Because someone apparently alluded Google to Stadia's existence. And uh, then Google was like, oh, word. We got to discontinue that. Our bad. We didn't. We didn't know this still was a thing. Y'all still playing? I'm sorry. Y'all still playing this? That's that's crazy. Anywho, we're gonna. Do they discontinue it or they discontinue support or do they ramp down support? They're they're ramping. They've ramped down the support and they're just discontinuing the support. Like they're doing that Google phase out thing that they do. I mean, yes, that is their wave. Um. And it's funny because they they do the same thing every time they bring out any product is they lean real hard into it. They announce how it can change things. And in a lot of ways, Google does not have a bad product, by the way. All of their products are very useful. But at some point, someone who has the money is tired of this shit and moves on. Whether the product is successful or not. They just move on to bigger. They just move on to something else inside the building. Like it's like, all right, we can't keep using this. We can't keep using these resources for this. We need to move on. Yep. It was funny because that was a really nice. I told you so for my therapist. Was your ther- was your therapist was te- a Stadia guy? No. So my my therapist is like really interested in VR, and he's talking about like he was you know asking my opinion what I thought like the next you know thing like avenue of the future is etc and he knows i'm like really into social media and stuff and asking how i like feel about social media and whatnot all especially because i've been phasing out of social media because i've just not been fine i all the things i really liked about social media i'm not getting from it anymore due to a variety of circumstances and reasons um most of it has to do with the platforms themselves Mm. uh the other part of it is just People like me are just tired of those platforms due to, again, how the platforms have managed right. themselves, how the platforms have managed and have all been moving off. So, like, I'm, the, the reasons why I enjoyed being on those platforms uh, is, like, just going away, as well as the people I enjoy interacting with are, like, no longer partaking in those platforms. So it's becoming a point where it's just, like, I need new avenues because this is just not a thing anymore. So we're talking a lot about VR and just whatnot all. And so, you know, it was, you know, we talk about all that stuff and I, and one of our conversations is like, what do you think about Google Stadia? And I'm like, oh, that's going to be discontinued. And he's like, what? And I'm like, he's like, you think so? And I'm like, oh yeah, no, Google throws away all their projects. Right. And he's like, no, they're not going to do it with the state. I'm like, oh yeah, they are. And so it was really great seeing that. And just like, being in my, my last session, I was like, oh, by the way, I haven't I told you so. <laughs> I don't know. What, and I'll say this type of thing is I asked someone, I was like, what did you think Google was going to stick with their game streaming platform of all things? Really? Never. <laughs> that's like some that's like an old rich guy's seventh wife. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's it's mm-mm, mm-mm. it's just like I, it's, sent you, I sent some I sent some screenshots, Aaron, of what Party Finder looks like in the uh, podcast Facebook chat. chat. Mm hmm. So you can kind of see. Oh, no, good old fashioned party list. This is cool. 
Yeah. And as you can see, like you can opt into, you just opt into it if it's what you're looking for. That is so dope. You guys have the nicest goddamn community. Uh, did you, did you read the, <laughs> the descriptions on some of the third circle I posted? And so there's definitely party, there's party finder language as well. So like F of F is like feel, feel the fire. I want to say, um, uh, F O F strat is like, is that, um, um, Mida is from a diagram. Um, because like so what some people do is they'll make like mechanic diagrams in and then they kind of like share them around etc and those mechanic diagrams can get made off of like a meme that's part of the diagram or off of the uh oh it looks like facebook instant spaces ass um can you still hear me mm -hmm. oh yeah you're just fun okay okay cool yeah my internet's being weird or things are being weird um but they'll name it after like so for instance there's there's a mechanic where there's uh tornadoes um i think it's called files of fires of aphrodeus or whatever it's um but everybody just calls it nato's prog because there's three giant tornadoes of fire that show up um uh, in like a like one in the north one in the east and one in the west and um somebody made a diagram of a strategy for that and they used elmo like just a picture of elmo <laughs> on like the fire elmo meme as like on they put it on the tornadoes and so it's called the elmo strat <laughs> and i'm like what <laughs> i had to ask him like and then so like there was there was one where people were like do Dwayne, do Dwayne strat and i'm like i had to ask because so there's a mida strat because the person who made us another strategy their name is mida so I just call it mida and then there's the elmo strat and then i saw people in party fire posting Dwayne, and i'm like what is Dwayne? is this the rock like what is that strat <laughs> turns out it's the same strategy as elmo but instead it's a picture of Dwayne the rock job <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like i fucking hate party finder i hate you people why would you do that what does this even mean why like what the fuck i'm gonna like i can definitely find the elmo strat um give me two seconds to find i'm pulling it off of um uh my discord my uh statics discord server here we go now it all should have sent yeah it's all sent so you can see the party finder listings and what they say, and you can see what the Elmo strategy diagram looks like. Yeah, that one's called Elmo Strat. I think this episode is named Elmo Strat. Please no. <laughs> I mean, I can only go with the information I'm given. And what I've learned from this is Elmo Strat. So, 
Elmo Strats, the title of this episode. Thank you, Bacon. I hate everything. Uh, well, you're gonna hate I this. Hate I think I think I managed to capture the sound of you um, finally doing that ray, finishing the raid as well. Let's see. That's the sound of exhaustion. Several hours of trying to do a raid and not doing a raid and then finally doing it. I understand. I understand that story. Not as much, but I get it. I hear you. There you go, Aaron. That's uh, the Dwayne Strat. <laughs> and i don't know if you read some of like the descriptions that you could post in party finder or that some people post in party finder i think one of them says feet picks yes clear. yes clear feet picks for all yes yep welcome to final fantasy 14 it's so nice it's so nice. Yeah. So I'm sorry if I'm like extra out of it. Um, like I said, work brain and rate savage raid brain. Savage is like the highest difficulty of like raids. Ultimates are actually the highest, but I'm honestly not counting them right now. Cause that is entirely a super niche community. <laughs> um but I've been slamming my fight. I've been slamming. Oh, my God. I've been slamming my brain up against this fucking fight for like three weeks now. I Right. Three weeks. Aaron? Uh, I would say it's been about I guess you. Yeah, I'm my guess would be about 20, about a cool 20 hours of just kind of being like whatever you weren't working. I assumed you were kind of trying to hammer away at it. And then I would be like, hey, bacon. So how's the raid going? It's not going. It's not. <laughs> Well, there was one day where I spent literally nine hours in Party Finder, and I didn't see... I saw tornadoes three times. And what I mean by see tornadoes is I mean I saw the tornado spawn. I didn't actually get to do the mechanic or die to the mechanic. Um, almost every pro prog... Prog is short for progression because you progress through the mm -hmm. fight. It's, it's like a 10-minute fight. And the, that fight in particular, the third, the third savage fight in the tier, it has a lot of personal responsibility. And if like one person dies and it's depending on who dies, it will probably wipe the party, the entire party. And you have to start over again. And so it was, and about halfway through the fight, there's this thing called, there's the ads phase where you know you can't target the boss and instead you target these like extra creatures and every single prog regardless of whether whatever the progression level was in party finder whatever they said it was a there were clear parties that were just ads progs i fucking know I, nine hours <laughs> Nine hours when 
I I do not get tilted. I am not a person who gets tilted at video. I was fucking tilted. And both like Aaron and um one of my static members were laughing at me. <laughs> Cuz I was like ah! 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 I think I took like I think I took this Sunday off entirely and I was like because I spent a good six hours trying to get into um, raid groups this Saturday. Like, no, the Sunday instead of doing. Um, no, I had tried on Saturday instead of doing. Um, uh, whatever. Right. Like I instead like it's been I, and like one, I couldn't find a party. And then when I did find a party, it was fucking ads prog. And I was like, I'm going to play Pokemon. <laughs> And so I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna come back tomorrow and play Pokemon. And then I logged in on Sunday and went, no. <laughs> I'm just playing Pokemon all day and hanging out with my cat. <laughs> it's, we're not. We're not. All right. But you did it. We heard the guttural primal scream of ultimate victory. Oh, that was for reclears because actually, um, we got, um, I'd got we had gotten to two percent in rage on Monday, so every Tuesday resets the week, um, and so I just really wanted my clear for the week, and we, we were raiding on Monday, and we got to two percent in rage. Um, in rage is the boss gets really angry and then murders you. It's just instant death. It's a wipe. Um. So we got the boss down to literally 2% health and then it was enraged and we all died. And um, Gumi, it was Gumi's last pull and he had to go to bed and I was just like, can we go? Can we keep going? <laughs> and they're like, so we, do we, can we find another? They're like, do you want to keep going or do you want to like, and I'm like, yes. I need this clear. I, I, I need this clear. And we ended up getting another person, and then we we did end up clearing. And of course, I died. I was really pissed. I got clipped. I got clipped, and my parse was ruined. I was so upset, <laughs> but I was really happy I got that clear. It was it was I, there were a lot of complicated emotions happening on my face all at the same time. Um, and then on Monday we got through the first. The second and the third raid, we, we cleared everything in one night, and now we're working on the last raid, and I could not be happier to not see fucking birds. I am so happy I don't have to deal with chicken wings. Um, I don't know how we make a segue from what you just said like i was going to but then you said i don't have to deal with chicken wings and then my brain uh, just left my brain like you just like stun bombed <laughs> me and i understand what you were following uh, i was following your thoughts and you're perfectly i understand what you're saying so so for context the boss of the third fight is this giant phoenix and at various points you're fighting tornadoes of fire which I've mentioned, and smaller phoenixes, and, uh, and 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 it really feels like you are. For those who've played Legend of Zelda, if you hit a chicken too many times, all the chickens come and kill you. That's how I feel. <laughs> all the chickens. 
all of the goddamn chickens. So we've been calling it spicy wings or hot wings, spicy chicken sandwich. There was a Nintendo However, Direct today. We I was going to say, speaking of Zelda, what's not on the Nintendo Direct is a Zelda game. Thank fucking God. What's <laughs> we fuck, don't fuck. have a Zelda game, everybody. Fuck that. We never get a Zelda game. We play as Link all the goddamn time. Fuck that game. Anywho. I'm sorry. We're never going to get a proper Zelda game. I want to play Zelda, goddammit. I don't want to. Hey, Link! You suck, Link. You suck. Link is trash. I hate Link. Who is he? Who the fuck is he? 30 years of this shit. Who is he? He's trash. A personality-less nobody? 30 years of nothing. Please. Please! Insert default hero over here. However! Please! Zelda! What? What was... On the Nintendo Direct, in the order, listen, there were a lot of games on that Nintendo Direct. Nintendo just went, hi, I'm, I am taking hold of all of your money for the next year. Thank you. And Nintendo, um, Nintendo, I'm not list every- Nintendo's ruthless because everything else is on sale. So I mostly play on my Xbox and every game is on sale all the time. Every week, every game is on sale at least once a month, every month. So all the money that I save... And I go on my Switch, and they don't give a fuck about those sales. They're like, well, since you saved all that money, you should have no problem paying full price for fucking Luigi's Mansion 3, three years after the fact. No problem at all, because we see you saved all that money on your car insurance. Yes. Ruthless. The funnier part about that is that's a that's another I told you so. I told you there's no sales. I mean, there's, like, sales occasionally, no, but, like, no, everything sales on these games. No, there are no sales on the Nintendo games. If you look, those great deals, three, four hundred games, 20 bucks, 10 bucks, 5 bucks, 1 dollar, 6 dollars, there are a lot of sales, except when you get to the top of that mountain, they ask for your credit card first before your ID. At the top of the mountain, when you want those Nintendo games, show homie, two sales a year, 5 dollars off, and then they look at you like that Diddy meme. Just staring at you, staring at him, staring at you. And that's it. You can turn around and leave. You can turn around and leave. Or pay or leave. That's it. No sales. No sales. And that was the thing. They told you. And that was the thing. Like, because <laughs> the thing about it is there are more sales for the rest of the games on Switch that aren't Nintendo games. Like, I see so many of their games on sale now. It's actually pretty shocking. Most of my Switch library are games on sale. And I I, I remember I was waiting uh, from when I got my Switch, I was waiting until Christmas. I was like, every time I look every month, I'd be like, Luigi's Mansion, $59.99. Luigi's Mansion, $59.99. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Christmas, though. Black Friday, though. You got me. I looked at that shit. I think it was like fifty two ninety nine. I was like, word, word Nintendo, Black Friday. And they were just like, come big time sales for the holidays, folks. I told you that was the case and you did not believe me. I did not believe. That's why I was saying like, don't, don't wait for just buy the goddamn game. Bacon, they didn't, they did not take $10 off that motherfucker on Black Friday. No, they do. They do. Nintendo does not drop the price on 
anything that there is no reason to drop the price on. You can get people, people you can get people on sale on Black Friday bacon. People on sale. Forty percent off you will, human beings. Any first party game will not be on sale until one, a sequel is out, or two, Nintendo does like a five dollar discount. There's they 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 do not go on five dollars. Like like the the previous Pokemon game went on sale because there's a new Pokemon game. I and, and like I don't know why people are fighting me on this. You will not get a sale on first party Nintendo games. I I'm not I didn't disagree with you, but what I did think was that they were going to take $10 no. off of the price on no. Christmas. That was what my thought Never. was. I got destroyed. Like I was like, all I all I I had minimum expect minimal expectations. Babe. I hear you when you talk. My argument was that there's no way they're not taking ten dollars. There's no way this game is not forty nine ninety nine on fucking Black Friday. That's all I'm asking. Let me cash no. in my switch points from buying all those games on sale. The game is not going to ten dollars off plus my ten dollars for no. my switch points. We got forty bucks. We're coming in hot. No, you, you want to know why? Because people will still buy it at full price. That's why. There's no need. I hear you. None. I, they have no need. They're just like fuck it. No. It's still selling. They did not ten dollars off a three-year-old no. game. I still haven't bought the game. I never recovered from getting destroyed like that, by the way. I still don't own Luigi's Mansion 3. I still don't own it. I own several games. I even bought Metroid Dread with the same $60 that I could have bought Luigi's Mansion. I don't care. I was hurt. I was distraught. That's three years old. That's a three-year-old game. That is Luigi's Mansion. $54.99. They didn't give a fuck about me. My feelings, my family, the pandemic, nothing. Nothing. I'm suffering. Mental health problems abound. Physical problems, repetitive stress, sitting too long, everybody's stressed out, skin's all fucked up, heart palpitations, lung issues. $54.99. This is this is why I say don't bother waiting on some of the um these games. Like if you want to know, if you ask me first if a game's gonna go on sale, I will tell you if it'll go on sale. I haven't recovered. You can tell people about the Nintendo Direct, but just understand that I don't own Luigi's Mansion 3, and I don't know if I'm ever going to own Luigi's Mansion 3 now. Amazon has sales, but they want me to physically buy a copy of those microscopic ass Switch games so a cat can eat them. Hard no. You need 39 you get a physical copy of Luigi's Mansion. Fucking speck of dust with data on it? Get out of here, man. No. Lose that shit. Anywho, there's a Nintendo Direct. I already gave them some money for a game that they announced that came out today. But fuck them. What'd you get? I gotta fucking. I gotta fucking. What the fuck? There we go. Getsu Fumaden. Sequel to an old Nintendo oh. game. Old, 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 old Nintendo game. And. I saw it there and I was like, why are y'all making a sequel? 30 some odd years after the fact. Beautiful looking roguelike game. It's roguelike. Kind of like Dead Cells. Beautiful game. I didn't know it was out. Came out. It was in fact 
So I said, sure. And they and just like when they announced Castlevania and I hit them up for to hit me up for twenty dollars again, no one paid me back for that. So yes, I got that game, and then there's a bunch of other games that I don't care about because I don't want to pre-order any games. Fuck them. We have a Patreon. Please play. Please pay Aaron back his Castlevania money. No, man, you owe me money for that Castlevania. You owe me money for that. Please donate. No. Please subscribe to our Patreon so Aaron has more Nintendo money so he can get these non-sales. First of all, it's patreon.com backslash on Fridays. And all I want is a copy of Luigi's Mansion. And now I don't want it. If they were to give it to me, I'd be like, I want the audience to not do not know. I do not want Luigi's Mansion 3 anymore. I don't want it. And I need you to give me $20 because you were like, hey, Aaron, (laughs) hey, Aaron, put on the Nintendo Direct. I didn't I say that. It said, hey, there's a Nintendo Direct. No, man, we're journalists. Audio professionals. God damn it. That's what we do. You were like, oh, news is afoot. What do you want me to do? It's like Batman and Robin beating up college dropouts. What the fuck do you think we're supposed to do with those college dropouts? Throw them I ignore off. the news all the time, so I don't know what to tell you. Um, so, uh, games that I care about from the Nintendo Direct, because there are so many games on that Nintendo Nintendo directed like here's a 20 minute of your life for the rest of the year and I'm like oh word bet um so top of the list for me is Xenoblade Chronicles 3 brand new game super hype screaming I'm excited I'm gonna need that game um uh Kirby is again eating everything and they've actually gotten some have done some really creative stuff with uh, Kirby's powers in Kirby and the Forgotten Land looks post-apocalyptic again, but cute post-apocalyptic because Kirby. Um, remember Kirby is a child, so none of them, none of the mouth jokes. He's a baby. He will make people um, make mouth jokes about Kirby. Yeah. Is 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 a purple blob. Named Kirby. He is a pink baby. He is canonically a baby. Sorry, they. They. Kirby's actually gender neutral. Oh, that's true. All right. It's gender neutral language in Japan and used male in other areas, but Kirby's actually, Kirby is no gender. I didn't know people made those jokes. Don't do that, guys. First of all, Kirby's a baby. Also, Kirby's a Kirby. I wouldn't care if Kirby was 145 years old. Guys, please draw the line somewhere. Like a, what? I think Kirby's a 135 year old baby. It doesn't matter. Draw the line. Let's draw the line. You know what? Let's all draw. I don't care how old Kirby is. Let's draw the line at Kirby. I understand we are feral. I understand we've spent the better part of a year and a half lusting after that 10 foot tall vampire woman. I understand. And lots of us wants to be, all of us wants to be squeezed. Between Luisa's thigh, who's also a minor. Please, guys, stop. Luisa from Encanto, she's minor. Please stop. Oh, I haven't watched Encanto You yet. gotta watch Encanto. We'll talk about it. I, I need to. I already know. She's a minor. Please stop. Kirby is Kirby. Please stop. Let's all stop. Draw the line at Kirby. That's hashtag draw the line at Kirby. That also might be a title of the show. We shall see. 
Anywho, please continue. There's a, there's, there, there's a competition for title of the show today. Um, there is a Chrono Cross remaster. Do not let the journals try to talk you into a remake. It is a remaster, Chrono Cross remaster. And with it will come um, the Radical Dreamers prequel text. Um, not going to lie, I'm really over Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, but I know that this particularly will make a large, large amount of people very happy, and I'm happy for you. Why, why, uh, probably, why, hold on, why are you over Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross? What happened? I've been over it for a good decade. What happened? I played the fuck out of it. Oh, you're over it. Okay, when you say no, okay, you play. Okay, you're done playing it. I when you say you're over no, a thing, I, it always makes I, me seem like the fandom was wild or something. Like something like you know. No, I, no, no. I'm just I'm I'm tired of it. Oh, okay. You played <laughs> too much of it. Oh, that's fair. I understand. Yeah, no, 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 no. I've played a lot of Chrono Trigger and a lot of Chrono Cross. Like a lot, a lot. I have I have Chrono Cross. I have like two copies of Chrono Cross, like for the PS1 that work and they're in good condition. I've played it multiple times. Like I'm just good. I didn't need it. <laughs> but I know a lot of people who have been like, what about a Chrono Trigger remake? And I'm like, or a Chrono Cross. And you know, I'm all of you people, there's a Chrono Cross remaster coming out. Um, you can, there's uh gonna be uh, some of the the graphics are going to be made in HD. Uh, you have the option to skip encounters. Uh, it's going to be a lot of good quality of life changes, which is going to be great. Um, uh, for the Gundam folks, there's SD Gundam Alliances, which Tiny Gundam's fighting is fucking adorable to me, and I think it's absolutely precious. Um, Live Alive remake. With 2.5D graphics, I am so fucking hype about this. Like, so this game's never made it to the States. Uh, I've only played fan translations of it. I'm super excited. Classic JRPG uh, remake is coming. Full remake. I am so excited. Um, then there's uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses Warriors, which Dynasty Warriors fans is basically a Fire Emblem. So Fire Emblem means Dynasty Warriors fans. Like, let's go. Um, uh, Triangle Strategy, which is, it looks like it's another 2.5D uh, RPG. Um, I'm going to have Justin bring that up more because I, I put that on my list as a potential for me, but it definitely for Justin. Uh, what game? Because... Uh, was it Triangle called? Strategy. Yes, I want that. Be... Yes, I want that game as well. It comes out March fourth, actually. Yes, uh, Rune Factory Five, by the way, comes out next month in March. So Rune Factory Five will be taking me. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna be super hostile taking over. Um, Mario Strikers Battle League, which is basically Mario Soccer. Uh, the the first Mario Strikers came out for GameCube. It's the whole gang playing soccer. Uh, it's really a game that destroys friendships. Uh, there's a lot of really good quality of life stuff in this one as well. There's co-op. You can have um, four people on each team basically playing against each other uh, with like two Nintendo Switches. So on one Nintendo Switch, you can have four up to four people playing. 
and you can fight for other friends. Again, this is just going to destroy friendships, and I'm excited to see uh, people get into that. This is going to be one of those games where I probably won't play, but we'll put on my strong uh, recommend list because the GameCube version was super fun, and there's no way this isn't going to be funner. Um, and then Splatoon 3 is going to happen. Splatoon, best not first-person shooter, in my opinion. I would have to agree. I can't call it a first-person shooter because it's paint. I mean, first-person shooter is anything where you're shooting. They you're could be not a they could be a necessarily first... shooting. When you pull the trigger, what do you shoot paint? Sometimes. I mean, uh, I mean, so for, there's, the, there's, okay, go on. There's paint rollers. There's paint. There's like a couple paint guns. There's a lot of different ways that they do. Well, sorry, it's ink actually because you're squids, and it's super high colorful squid ink. It, you're looking up video, aren't you? Um, I've I've always. I mean, I'm trying to think about whether. I mean, it's fine if you don't prime if you don't do a bunch of shooting, but you can still play a third person. It's like a third person shooter in it as a first person shooter. Is it over the shoulder or is it behind the paint gun roller? I think it's third person. Yeah, it's third person shooter. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, obviously, if you say it, I would hope that we're not, you know, that we're not, you know, you're not, your brain does not immediately go to Gears of War because, you know, sure, whatever, bro. It's still a third it's person not, shooter. Definitely not, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely cartoony with squids and squid ink and lots of colors. And then there's like contests where you can like do little, little like drawings, which is what uh, Splatoon's really known for. Is there like the memes that come out of Splatoon because you get to like draw on the thing during certain um, events. And then there's like kind of team, like team battles, turf wars essentially. There's turf wars. So there's going to be new modes with Splatoon 3, and I'm kind of excited because I love Splatoon. I'm with you on that. Um, in the honorable mentions that I have, um, I have uh, Taiko no Taisujin, which is basically Taiko Drum Master. Um, Got to do one of those. They're always fun. Super fun. I expect peripherals for this one. Got to have the drum for it. Kind of hype. There's Assassin's Creed uh, Ezio edition. Don't care about Assassin's Creed, I'm not going to lie. Sure. Uh, but some people do. Uh, there's a Kingdom Hearts collection, which is basically all of the um, story stuff that leads into three. It's all into one thing, one cohesive thing, so you can just play it all together and not miss the weirdness that is Kingdom Hearts story. I, lo um, I love stories that exist with no editor. Like, those are my favorite stories where clearly one person wrote this and no one edited their script. No one. There were, there were, there every, if the writing team was just a handful of people who were just charging forward, and I love those stories, even though they're incoherent as all get out. I love those stories. Like, it's just unfettered artistry, just straight line to the moon. Yeah, Justin will have to talk to you about Kingdom Hearts because I gave up. 
Oh, I don't I don't want to talk about Kingdom Hearts. I gave up. No, I mean Is there is there a story? So it's just going Kingdom to make... Hearts is like Kingdom Hearts isn't like a small team unedited, it's a big team unedited. Perfect. I love it. Which is what makes it weirder because like but somebody did edit it and then went over and like it, it's definitely been edited, but it's still like I don't know what you're doing, bro. Um but Justin can describe that a little bit better. I just kind of look at it and go like, oh, okay, this is a lot. Um and then portal companion. So more portal for the portal fans. You can play portal on your switch. Uh and there's gonna be Cuphead DLC. I know I no, Cuphead's a really good game, but that game is still racist. So, and it doesn't make you feel any feel like it's any less racist. So it's so unfortunate. It's it's an unfortunate. It's it's got an unfortunate art style, and it, it, like, well, the worst part is is like when you look at some of those bosses, and like you look at every. <laughs> it's a type of thing where it's like one of those things where you have to. You have to, you can't do this. You just can't do it. Like you can't, it's just, you can't go in the water and extract this art style without pulling up a lot of fish skeletons with it. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I like it. I think they did the very, very best they could with this thing they pulled up with all this roots and baggage and sewage attached to it. But I wouldn't have done this, by the way. The thing about Cuphead is I like Cuphead. I would never have done it. I appreciate Cuphead. I would never have done this. <laughs> for that reason <laughs> yeah like and even just some of the bosses make me wildly uncomfortable and it's not because they're creepy it's because i'm like oh. right like they like they, they clearly yeah, clearly like this they had someone come like, through with the racism brush and really like you could tell a lot of people looked at it and they were like trying to shave off as much of the racism from like a classic design as humanly possible but it's still a race it's still a takeoff of a classic racist design you know what i mean so it's just it's like, man, you guys chose a tough one. <laughs> like you guys really Right. Chose. And I'm like, I'm like, you have to understand you can't defend this. Right. And it's just like, again, I wouldn't have done it. 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 Because like it is one of those things where it's just like, but it's art. And I'm like, yeah, you can't take you can't separate like like this art style is built in like racism is built into the art yeah style. There's, you, you can't you literally can't separate like the, the biggest the crowning There's no separation the crowning achievement is not the animation it's the fact that they extracted as much racism as humanly possible from that art style like they didn't get all of it because you can't which is the problem like you literally can't they did the they literally did the best they the could commendable I job those, i still look at some of those bosses and i'm like mm. you're right that's our official review of Cuphead, by the way. I'm fucking. I like the game, by the way, but. Yeah. I didn't know there was a Klonoa game coming out. I'm a Klo- I'm an old Klonoa fan. I didn't know there were two Klonoa games coming out on the Switch. I had scrolled so many. I scrolled the list over and over again, and then I just noticed Klonoa there, and I was like. Oh available today and this is important and i should have added it to my list but it came out today so i didn't add it to the coming soon list which is um mother one and two for people who don't know that's earthbound that's out today it's on the nintendo system i thought 
Yeah, that's ruthless. That's ruthless. That is ruthless. I need to eat man. That is fucking ruthless. That's terrible. Yeah, so anyway, we can play Earthbound on the Switch now, which is what we've all been wanting. I gotta play Earthbound. I never played Earthbound. I never played Earthbound. So now I don't know anything about Earthbound. So I no, you really, you really. Should, I, I know I need to. Earthbound. I know I need to play Earthbound. I know I need to play Earthbound. I gotta play no, fucking like, Earthbound. Fuck. You would like Earthbound. God damn it! <sighs> it's it's some kids walking around with psychic powers and some really fucked up shits happening. All right. Fine. February 9th, Yes, today. Today, fine. All right, is that all of these Nintendo? Like some of these segments we have are just like money extraction segments, and we don't get paid for this shit. We just tell people what's coming out, and they pay for the shit. Nintendo gets all the money, and then they go, "This is why. This is why we don't put Luigi's Mansion on sale." Is because not only do y'all niggas pay full price, you tell other niggas about it, and they pay full price. So you know what? Fifty nine ninety nine, sir. I think I think the only other thing we have on the docket because I'm I have a feeling that you're one of two things are going to be in the pre-recording. It's either going to be about the Mazdas exploding or it's going to be us singing a, a <laughs> singing a song. I mean, we do have a song for everyone. It is the greatest song, and it is the peak <laughs> of our podcasting relationship. It is absolutely um. absolutely phenomenal. But yes, we can talk about the. Um, I, I have it here on the official notepad of Unreasonable Fridays, ADD space. It says here, and I quote, NPR of death. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 you got it. Local, local NPR news station, uh, KUOW, right? KUOW, yes. Yes. So, uh, they had a technical issue, and that technical issue started bricking Mazda's the car. So, um, um, let's see. The official quote is: uh, "The problem began on January 30th and afflicted Mazda's from model years 2014 to 2017, when the cars were tuned to the local NPR station." Uh, at some point during the day's broadcast, a signal from KUOW caused the Mazda's infotainment systems to crash, the screens died, and the radios were stuck on 94.9 FM. And uh, apparently that would um, brick the car. As in the car wouldn't work. The computer, it would lock up the computer, and as Bacon explained, no computer, no car. Because of NPR. Yep. So there was like an issue where like the picture of like the, the there were pictures that were uploaded picture that didn't have any file extensions to it and it fucked up everything and so uh, your favorite and it's actually a really good radio station by the way it's a really good local radio station here I do listen to it yeah no it was bricking cars which is both terrifying and hilarious <laughs> Oh, that's I'd be so mad. I mean, it, 
The worst thing is, is it's NPR. Like when I heard the story, I was like, oh, it must be like classic rock or something like something. It has to be something. It's just NPR. Like we're I'm vibing to NPR in the morning. Like that's me, by the way. You hear a car car bricks on the freeway and flips over four times. That's me because I'm vibing to fucking NPR. K-U-O-W. I like it. NPR is great. It's relaxing. It's going to destroy me. Somebody killed. And apparently you can't... I'm just trying to listen to the news on my way to work with some like some like good like vibe music and then all of a sudden my car stops i mean who would have thought like we've got people looking at the systems that may be that may have been breached and we've got people looking at the other end the sounds of incoming doom we we are not far enough along from from the information I have to be able to conclusively tie those two together. It's like like the like your life is flashing before your eyes as your car you lose control of your car on the freeway. Just that data, and they're going to be trying to connect it, but right now we don't have the the technical basis to conclusively say that that they're. And it's such a vibe that even as I go flying over the overpass, I'm like listening to what my man is saying. Like, what do you like? I'm here. I'm locked into the news story. Like, if I'm gonna go. At least give me some information, you know, just. And that involved data of 1.4 million unemployment applicants. It was a real double whammy, too, because a lot of the folks had also been caught up in a previous scam involving false unemployment claims. Mm -hmm. Like, could you imagine anything better to flip a car 12 times to? Like, if I'm going to flip my car 12 times, could you imagine just nice sound quality, nice crisp radio quality? nice voices good clear audio and very informative news no bullshit the car flies over the overpass oh yeah just over the overpass yeah no it's 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 such a bizarre story and i was like oh this is local here and i was thinking of our traffic even though even with omicron like people are still having to go to work etc and i'm just like oh fuck so I was here. I completely missed it, but like I saw that story, I was like, really glad I don't drive. Um, I mean, the other, the other. I mean, I think we mentioned this briefly, but Bungie got bought. Oh, yes, Sony bought a thing. So in the the last great merger, the last great, great well, merger. No, sorry, in in in, I can't say last because the year is just starting. We are in fucking February. We are in February 2022. What is happening? Um, yeah, Sony bought Bungie. Yes, they've already started production on um, movies and things, shows and whatever. So they're going to turn Destiny into like a multimedia thing, kind of like Halo on Paramount or Halo for Microsoft. So it's, this is very weird. So first off, I think so. But uh, Destiny live service game, etc. Live service game are especially free to play huge in asian markets huge huge also if you think that this is going also if you think that there aren't going to be microtransactions you are super wrong about that <laughs> that's absolutely gonna happen um like i could like destiny will probably do really really well in asian markets um this is all great for bungie because bungie gets essentially a sugar daddy yes. um uh Sony is kind of 
did something a little bit weird and is, has uh, spent most of the money on retaining talent because Sony wants to build their live service gaming operations. Uh, Bungie also has a game in a new IP in development with uh, what are they called? Uh, oh, Net- shoot. Um, NetSent. Hold on here. Let me see. Ah, NetEase. NetEase, which is the second largest Chinese gaming, mobile gaming, well, gaming company, period, in China. Yeah. Well, yes. Hong Kong, actually. They're out of Hong Kong, but they are the second largest um, Chinese gaming company. Uh, and they are, they also own a pretty large stock in Bungie and have a person on the board but they're working on with Bungie on a new IP so this is all really interesting um the weirder part for me is I like so for this it kind of feels like Sony is getting into stuff that's like a little like a little too late really they should have been doing this like five years earlier does that make sense even though like I think Bungie was still under Activision but at least preparing for stuff like this. Um, I think Sony's going to try to start moving into uh, the live service part, which is what they've already said as well. Um, It's a little bit weird because Sony does not have any of the backend or infrastructure for it. Right. None. They, they do not. Sony does not have servers. They do not have the, they do not have the tech or the capacity to do what um, they listed that they want to do. Um, uh, so this is all very interesting and it's we're at a time right now where they're not going to be able to get the tech for it either so that's the weird part so like we're in a massive supply shortage that is going to be lasting and I can't emphasize this enough I say it on every episode but it's going to be lasting at least another two years and so this is all a very interesting time for this um, I could see um, NetEase like assisting in some of that especially to expand uh destiny into asian markets but like sony doesn't have a back end there's there's no back end or infrastructure there's none of it in place um literally the entire reason why ps now sucks is because sony did not actually put any like infrastructure infrastructure behind it at all it's why everything's really bad and also cross play with playstation players is a mess Huh. Specifically, PS4 players. Huh. I mean, you nailed all the, you nailed all the critical points. I don't think. I would. I think Destiny players should appreciate, kind of like, like Bungie's like a single mom. Like they're working, trying to keep us from having to live live any worse than we have to. Because um, Destiny, for all intents and purposes, should be a pay monthly service. And um, we are so entitled. We refuse to pay it. The Destiny players are very entitled. It's guaranteed they would refuse to play it. And Bungie actively does not bring it up as a result. They need a lot of money to keep making Destiny. And they have signed on. They have now they signed on with Activision to keep making Destiny. And now they signed on. Now they got bought by Sony to keep making Destiny. And the it is a lot of energy going into making destiny uh playable 
on the cheap because Destiny Two is the is the best live service deal available. Um, considering what it is, it's an amazing deal. Um, like a hundred bucks a year flat rate for infinite access to this game. It becomes a deal around month four of playing it, or month six if you're playing it casually, or month eight or month ten. And we never, Bungie never does it, and they lose money kowtowing to our general, the player base's general entitlement to Destiny being somewhat free. And uh, yeah, I mean it's good on Bungie. Now it will never come up. Uh, Destiny is now paid for. They found the proper sugar person in Sony, and in exchange, Sony gets lots of. Uh, they get a live service game to tout on whenever they fix their subscription services and um we get lots of destiny movies and tv shows and things which i'm okay with i want music videos to be honest i want i want uh i want j-pop music videos also yes i would like to see (laughs) i would like to see destiny really 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 work woven into asian markets um I just want to see it, personally. In my head, I already imagine the canon being a lot of new Asian guardians just in the tower, and I'm so excited to just see it in a year or two. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited for the potential. It's weird for Sony to do this. It benefits me as a Destiny player and Bungie as a as a developer. Why Sony is doing this is always the big question mark. But everyone else benefits from it. And I feel like it was just Sony was just kind of caught out there on Tinder one night, feeling some kind of way because everyone's merging with everyone. And Microsoft bought Activision. And um, I really do think Bungie caught Sony on just kind of the right evening. And Sony was there, Sony was there and swiped right on Bungie who was there. And it was just like a Saturday. And everyone's feelings were high. And it was just a lot happened. And I'm happy for both of them that they found each other, even under dubious circumstances. I hope they make it work. Because Destiny ain't popular enough to be bought by nobody. <laughs> like They're really not. They're really, really stati- not. This is all very strange. Statistically. And I kinda, it, 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 it also feels a little weird because like the like the talent is gonna be locked like if they you know take the deals etc they're going to be locked in with Bungie and sony until x amount of time expires and that's kind of shady um so i'm this is all very weird live service games are expensive they just are and i hope we see it (laughs) it's odd it's an odd deal. It. I'm a Destiny fan. I don't get it. From anyone's position but Bungie's. That's it. We I. Several billion. Several billion dollars. I think. Let me see something here. Let me see how much. Let's see. Bungie. Three point two billion. Right. It's either three point two or three point six. Uh, I think it's three point six, for Bungie. 
we'll see. Yeah, the general cons- the general consensus is uh, Sony overpaid, but also again, most of that money went to retaining talent. Right, because it's expensive, and that's mostly the the Destiny killers. Understand, Destiny is operating at a loss almost all the time, all the time. Um, that the fact that live service games tend to operate at a loss is why none of them really last as long there's no such thing that bungie's been very persistent and very lucky for the most part you get the rug pulled out from under you if you're not generating any revenue and if you become too much of a money that's what happens to the um the second division games division two in particular basically basically what two things need one of two things need to happen and this has just been true since the honestly the beginning of since like early live service games surfers are expensive they are really expensive to maintain. So you either need to have microtransactions or you need to have a subscription model. There is no way around it. Um, that's why you see a lot of free-to-play games um, that have a lot of pay-to-win or just a ton of like just cosmetics that are all um, or that you have to pay for or loot boxes, uh, uh, gotcha mechanics, like they get money and people will drop money like i get the hat economy in tf2 is a great example a lifetime example of this like cosmetics like people will just drop oodles of money on cosmetics but that's what keeps the servers going so like as much as people complain about it those people are still dropping money on it um there's like you have to have you have to have constant income coming in in order to maintain the servers there's zero way around it yeah destiny players would never pay um a monthly subscription for destiny the common refrain is that destiny doesn't have enough content which is goodness and also a lot of people just hold bungees in their quest to figure out how to pay for destiny they've flown through several models and the player base just generally resents bungee for that and as a result, it's a very prickly fan base that is um, generally very vocal about anything that happens at all in Destiny at this point. There's just a lot of screeching while buying, by the way. Screeching and buying. So, so imagine, like, imagine like a bird also hitting the purchase button while screaming into the sky. That type of deal. Like a pterodactyl with like PayPal open on its phone. Like that deal. And... <laughs> Right. And but they will never they will not do the thing that makes Destiny solvent and I don't think they see it. So as a result, Bungie's kind of their hand is forced. They gotta keep making Destiny. I mean at this point, because the and it's I hate to say this, but the fans are so toxic and Destiny players are so miserable with Destiny that I almost just I'm okay if they ever just canceled Destiny one time. They were just like, All right. We're done. July 1st, last day. Get it in. See you guys. And then just have everyone freak out. <laughs> just for a few That'd months. Because, like, I've, I've said it before. Like, people have turned their entire identity into Destiny. Yes. And compl- part of why you, I, I think I still think that's part of the reason why you laugh so hard when I'm doing my raids. I mean, I that's a totally different. Listen, I don't. 
looking at actual MMO raids, and I Erica would sit me down and show me some of the raids they would do in like EverQuest or what have you. And I've been looking at MMO raids now, like for about three or four years. You've been playing Final Fantasy. I've known Erica. I've sat down. I've looked at the raids. Some of these hour-long jammies, two-hour-long raids, cross-country jaunts, all types of shit. Hour-long fights, billions of hit points, fighting a building-sized thing, seventy-five consecutive mechanics. Any one of you missing any one of them can result in all of you instantly dying at any point. And um, Destiny never has any of that in its raids. So having looked at it, eventually it just clicked in my head. And then I just became very comfortable with those raids. Because Destiny raids are designed for you to be able to finish them with four people, not six. So you can have two whole ass people who aren't doing anything as long as they are not actively sabotaging your attempt to do the raid. And then the vast chunk removal of mechanics. And I'm just sitting here like, sure, I'll roll this ball down a hill. And hit this switch and jump in a hole and shoot the boss and then jump back out of the hole. Sure. Because there are in Final Fantasy, I've been watching you do this. Six mechanics, eight mechanics, 12 mechanics, 14 mechanics, consecutive mechanics cannot fuck up by a pixel. The pixels are what get me. When I watch, sometimes I see like you made a left when you should have made a right. And you're like a second slow and then you die and then everybody dies. And then somebody might be like, I think I can make it. No. And that's, I'm, I'm a, I love destiny, but I'm it still pissed. I got clipped by that one fucking tornado and died. <laughs> right. So exactly. And that's just not, and like I said, I just, just not, or the, I can't remember what fight it was, but I forgot to put down a shield and we, the whole party just died. Yes. Cause I forgot the mitigation. I forgot to mitigate the damage and I'm like, Oh, sorry, everybody. That was my bad. Right. That's a lot of pressure. And uh, as a result, it just, it's made, all of that has made the entirety of Destiny much easier for me. But as a result, I, I'll tell you, Destiny, does, I always say Destiny doesn't have any raids, especially after watching you raid and then hearing, like I said, the guttural scream of ultimate victory and all the struggle. It's just, man, it ain't it. But Bungie, but Sony thinks it's it. And that's really all that matters. So, I mean, I, I actually like as much as I rag on Destiny, like I think it's a great game, and I think that That's phenomenal. Um, and I think making a game focused for casual players is great because we're old. We ain't we ain't got time. I think creating a. I think it's odd because it's the first person fantasy that doesn't exist. A lot of games, um, first person shooters have a hard ceiling typically, whether it's in difficulty or PvP. Where however good you think you are, you find out you are not abruptly hard. Like, you'll just be like, I can play Call of Duty until you find this one lobby where everyone's moving four times your speed. And you're like, oh, I'm actually pretty shit at this. Well, fuck. (laughs) And every first person shooter will provide you with that except Destiny, where you can go through a large chunk of the content feeling like the best part of every Avengers movie forever. And just... and I would say that's probably why Destiny is successful because honestly, the success like games designed for casuals are the ones that go far. Right. Like hardcore players may be like the base, but casuals are your money. Right. 
And that is, and Bungie's gone out of their way in saying that Destiny is a casual MMO RPG light shooter. Casual. Emphasis on the casual. Emphasis on capitalized light. Capitalized casual. And that right, no, casual. All letters. Block print. And they've actually achieved it. And I say this because I've never, like, I think about this often. I've never played a first-person shooter where the every skill level is accepted and you can make way with it. And no, there's, I've never played one. Because usually at some point, you hit a ceiling. And your your literal mechanical failures catch up to you. Your inability, your hand-eye coordination will eventually betray you as you go up the mountain. Because you inevitably do. And then at that point is when you you stop. Most people slough off. And for a game designed for that not to matter, it's pretty good. Which is why I don't understand why there are so many people that scream bloody murder about this, that, and a third. It's just, it's, desi- it's designed for you to be able to play it. All the inventory bloat one was what? a really funny week. Oh, we mean where Bungie they, uh, said they were going to get rid of, uh, they're going to, like, in this upcoming Witch Queen season, which is in two weeks, uh, they were going to yes. stop, stop giving you blues. Yes. They were, they were blue items. They were going to stop giving you junk items because they used to fill your inventory and. They used to fill up your postmaster. So you would sometimes do um, a strike. And if you were grinding strikes, you would get, sometimes you would get this like burst of blue items, like four or five, and you never use them. You never keep them. They're never, after a certain point, they are utterly useless. And they just go to your postmaster and flood and push things out of your postmaster. And apparently, because there are technical limitations uh, about the size of your postmaster and the size of your vault, because the lowest common denominator is still people on PS4 and Xbox One, um, they can't fix it, so they have to remove that. They they have to like change how they issue items to you. So they remove blues past a certain light level, and that's cool. There's a funny lady who um posted up that she just collects blues and showed her vault full of blues, which is destiny in a nutshell. By the way, when I just said destiny is a game designed for you to be able to do it, is the person, the streamer with a vault full of blues for the fuck of it. Is pure de- that's the game Bungie's trying to make. Please understand. I, I think, and I think my favorite part about that streamer was like they were completely not serious. They're just like, what do I like? Don't take away all of, I, all of this stuff. I need all of this, and I was laughing because like the tone of it was clearly like, what the fuck, guys? I mean, <laughs> she's serious. She collects her blues, man. I mean, listen, if I had the guns that I actually wanted, I would absolutely collect blues. Just for the fuck of it. Um, I think that is the value of Destiny, is watching the behavior of the average first-person shooter player without a skill ceiling crushing them to death. That is the magic of the game. Looking at someone... Because they have no pressure, they're not going to be killed suddenly and called the N-word and teabagged or anything. They just get to hoard blue items to their heart's content. Just the one guardian with a closet full of junk, their <laughs> junk. They love it. And that is that is so much destiny to me, as much as I love it. And I used to play games for money and all that, and I see it. That is the magic of destiny. That woman with her vault full of blues useless junk items carefully organized by this person like somebody with a soda can collection absolutely magnificent alphabetized by color year make brand flavor 
beautiful. It was though. Absolutely. So, but you know, so it was wonderful. Bless Destiny. We'll be talking about it more. Big Witch Queen DLC dropped in about 13 days. One million people pre-ordered that. So, again, the casual... However, remember, remember, I'm never spending money on Bungie again. Bungie keeps making trash game. This game is awful. This is my... One million people pre-ordered it. One million people pre-ordered it because it's fun to be able to play a first-person shooter you can actually succeed in. There you go. They did it. And if people don't like it, and if you don't like it, you, you, you should stop playing. I've said that enough this year, though. If you don't like that... Play games for fun. If you're not having fun, stop playing the game. Well, actually, I'll I, we revise that. If you don't want to play games for fun, then go where the developers hate you. I point everyone who wants a hardcore game at Escape from Tarkov. They don't care about you as a person. They don't care about your family. They don't care about your illnesses. They're more ruthless than Nintendo could ever hope to be on Black Friday. When they were eyeballing me, telling me that Luigi's Mansion was $54.99, imagine an entire development team developing a game with that energy. And you get something like Escape from Tarkov. Ruthless game. So if you are, in fact, playing games not for fun, just to have things other people don't have, just to stand at the top of the mountain and beat your chest, don't play Destiny. Watch what you play. Some games just ain't for that. And you're just out here on Reddit just yelling at people home, coming home from work, trying to play a game for an hour. So even if you like, as we say, if you play games and make you happy, if you are an unhappy person, make sure you play games designed to make you unhappy. Keep the energy, but don't bring the energy into the wrong place. Gotta watch. You gotta mix and match. Find your tribe. If you're a miserable gamer, Find miserable gamer people and a miserable game and link up. Be your most miserable selves together. Away from the people having casual fun. You can do this. I believe in you. I think that's it. That has to be it. There can be no more. Are you done, Bacon? I'm good. Well then. I'm also good. I just found out that I have 53% of the mounts in Final Fantasy XIV and 57% of the minions. I thought it would be higher. There's a lot. I said what I said. Thank you guys for listening. I 236 minions. I said what I said. I said what I said. I know what I said. I know what it means. I stand by that statement. I thought it would be higher. We'll be checking in on that by the end of the year. We've got to get it up around 78, 80%. We can do that. We can do that together. No. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys next week or the week after. Who knows? It's dicey over here. We're all feral. Stay safe. Go ahead, stand your, stand your, stand your.